This is the Pirate Radio Podcast. Shirley Rhodes is here, dressed as an eggplant. Chandler Honeycutt, CJ Schaefer, Troy D here as well. Hello, everyone. Good to see you, Clip. Good to be seen. Good to see a guy dressed as a uh, star D1 quarterback. (laughs) Hold nailers. Thanks for having me, guys. Who I did, uh, by the way, I went as a, I had a Halloween uh, party over the weekend and did you ever see the show uh the movie the breakfast club guys i have not seen it Remember i've that? been told to watch it but i know it's pretty good i went as the the jock from the breakfast club there you go heck yeah it's pretty good yeah pictures i do have a picture actually would you like to see it no all right i was just asking <laughs> if you had any here i'll show hold i'll get your opinion hold and see what you think check that guy out what do you think I like it. Fits a jock. It does. Yes. Got the Letterman. Got football around. Can still back. fit my high school Letterman. <laughs> so you just put on a Letterman's jock. No, and I, I had the the football, <laughs> the hat on backwards, the sunglasses. All right. All right. Yeah. How many people that you know can still fit in their Letterman's jacket this many years, decades after high school? 27. <laughs> anyway, hold, good to see you, man. Uh, man, what a, it's, I guess we missed last week because... Um, it was the weird schedule. Yeah, so short it took a short week. We didn't have a chance to talk to you. Uh, what a run it's been, the second half yeah. of the season. I, I kind of said it's the tale of two seasons so far. First half of the season, now the second half. If you look at the second half of the season, Pirates are 3-0 yep, with three games sure. to go. Uh, how are things going from your perspective? It's going good. You know, I mean, we obviously we always have things to clean up. Um, but, you know, three-game win streak, like you said, with three games to go, we're already bowl eligible before the month of November. So, um, you know, obviously we got a, a lot of – a lot of things need to happen for us to get to a conference championship, but it still is an option out there. We just got to go continue to win. I got to imagine this team playing with so much confidence right now because uh, you know you might have lost a game against Navy that they should have won, but now they're winning games against teams that a lot of folks would think East yeah. Carolina wasn't going to win. Yeah. Uh, so now you've got three to go. You got an open date. Got time to rest, heal up a little bit as as you go down this last stretch. <clears throat> I got to imagine you guys got to feel like you could win all three of these games. Yeah, we do. You know, it starts one game at a time. You know, we're going to take this bye week to kind of get a jump on Cincy. You know, they got a tough one this week with Navy, which, I mean, no one likes playing the triple option, let's be honest. So um, it is good for us, you know, good to heal up. Uh, it's hard to play nine straight weeks of football, and then you got camp ahead. That's really 14 straight weeks of contact football beating up your body. So, you know, this bye week is much needed, but we got a big one next Friday night. How are you? How, how are you feeling right now? By the way, we ask that all the time. But uh, honestly, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Um, you know, I mean, having Saturday off and just kind of having an extra jump on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, for for nine straight weeks of football, I'm I'm feeling good. And you know, I, I could, obviously I could have played this week if if we had a game, but just going to take this week to to get as much treatment as I can to get my body ready for this last you know last push. Saw the uh, roll of the helmet after the game. I did, yeah. Uh, nice bowling. Did a little yeah. bowling. Yeah. For sure. I like you were, that. You were kind sure. of the leading edge of the whole <laughs> bowling thing. Yeah. A few questions on that final drive of the game. First of all, to go for it on fourth down. A gutsy call there. What was that uh, conversation like to uh, to go for it there? I, there was no conversation. I knew he was going for it, and he knew that I wanted to go for it too. So um, and we're, we're – we kind of, I mean, me and Coach Houston see the same things uh, with stuff like that about going for it. You know, we're both, you know, aggressive, you know, type minds. So um, I thought there was no choice but to go for it there. My reaction is on camera with Chandler and <laughs> Weaver and I, and you throw it, and I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. Why are you throwing it there? Um, if the, if that guy didn't tackle and hug Isaiah Winstead, yeah. he, it's basically one on one at that point. Yeah. He might make the That's play. All you can ask for, yeah. So, he probably does make the play. So. Yeah. So it, it, was a, it was a big game for us. You know, I've I've told people off the air. Um, it was a huge game for us because they came out and just pretty much doubled CJ and Isaiah the whole game. Um, they said that they weren't we weren't going to beat them through the air. 
Um, and I mean, it's 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 tough to win games like that when they just take the pass away like that. Not that we didn't move the ball, passing the ball, uh, but we just had to take stuff underneath. And uh, you know, they kind of took that two lane game plan that we lost on earlier in the season, and you know, see if we could, you know, see if they could beat us the same way. And we proved that you know we've been better since then. That's probably part of like maturing, growing as a quarterback, where you got to be patient, right? Yeah, You've got to kind of not dink and dunk, but but run the football. And you guys were able to do that. You yourself running for two touchdowns, turn into a fullback near the goal. Yeah. Line, but uh, being patient the other night yeah. paid off for you guys. Yeah, for sure, it was huge because I mean it does show now. Now Cincy and those teams can't come out and do that. They can't just you know double team CJ and double team Isaiah and say we're going to win this game. Um, and you know, believe it or not, you know their defense coordinator they didn't play man coverage the whole night until the very last play versus mm-hmm. Isaiah. Um, so it was he was double coverage. They had a safety over top eventually. Um, but I mean, fourth and eight, you know, one on one coverage with your guy. You know, I just figured. I mean, uh, interception there doesn't matter anyway. It's fourth and yeah. down. We're talking, so I had to give him a shot. Talking to ECU starting quarterback Holden Aylers here in the Players Lounge on PRL, presented by our friends at Delcor. And uh, Holden, when you uh, ran in a couple times for a touchdown, is that a design play or is that something you saw break down with a different play and you saw a chance and you took it? Yes. Yeah, so the first one was a design run, uh, motion Keaton out as the QB power, um, which we haven't ran too much this year, but you know, that's stuff that I love to do. Um, the coaches know that, obviously. Um, so I mean, any it's been we, very successful, by yeah, the way, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and then and then the second one was a a run pass RPO. Um, obviously, you know Isaiah was open on the play, but the route was a little bit different than what we expected it to be. Uh, just because the coverage, it was a man beater, and they, they played zone. And by the time that I saw he was open, the linemen were upfield, so we ended up scoring with the run, anyways. Great job by Marlon Gunn to get the ball in the middle of the field. There is yeah. that what you're telling him uh, when you hand it off, you know, in the huddle. To I, yeah, the I literally told. I, so I got the offense together, and I said, "Look, once we get in field goal range, they're going to try to hold up Marlon and and try to strip the ball from us." I said, "Just get down, uh, whatever you do, you know, yards after contact. At this point, it really don't matter much. We just need to be in field goal range and have the ball." What was the angle like? I don't I don't know if the ball got much over your head. The ball kicked by Andrew Conrad, uh, but it was pure. It was yeah, down the middle. Uh, what was that like from your perspective there, guy? Yeah, it, it was awesome, man. You know, I'd, as soon as he kicked, I knew it was going in, but it, it was very, very low. Uh, we knew obviously they were going to send everyone they could on that when the the field goal line, the field goal team did a really good job of protecting it. The operation was good, and then shoot, I don't care if he he kicks with his head as long as it goes in, as, it went in. As I said, you don't get any extra points for height. Yeah, so <laughs> it went in. As long as it gets in, it got in. Yeah, uh, it might not have been pretty. As uh, what did Coach Houston say? It was the ugliest, best kick he's yeah. ever seen. I thought that was a great way to describe it. Um, so this is the first time we've talked to you uh, since the Tulane game. So we missed you after Memphis, which was. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. We missed you after the UCF yeah, game. UCF I'm getting game. my uh, weekends mixed up, which was also, man, what a way to go out um, because those guys, I hadn't thought about it. I listened to you in the post game and I was like, man, I didn't think about it from that perspective because we hadn't talked to you the, the week ahead of yeah. time how you personally had never beaten UCF. Yeah, so I think of it as a program perspective and how long I've been here. You know, we've had a lot of ebbs and flows yeah. with them, good times, bad times. But you personally, it's been nothing but bad times. Yeah. So to be able to end it like that and to be able to stick great. a foot right, you, you know where, yeah. up the nights, uh, I thought it was awesome. I thought the way you said we want to send them off the right way into the Big 12 yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, we. So uh, I know that was. I didn't realize how personal that game was. Yeah, no, for it was. You guys. Yeah, for a lot of those seniors, it was. I mean, obviously, I mean, we're not going to play them anymore because they are going to the Big Twelve. So it was a big game for us. You know, like I said, we did want to send them off the right way, and uh, you know, we felt like we had the team to beat them, and obviously, we went out there and did that. It's kind of our Big Twelve. Uh 
victory tour yeah. right now as UCF is gone. BYU going to the Big 12. Yep. We probably won't play them much anymore. Now up next is Cincinnati, Friday night, November 11th. we got a week uh, away until that one. And then Houston. So as we kind of have this uh, little four-game run yeah. of uh, Big 12 teams. Boy, what a sweep this could be if you could sweep these Me, big future yeah. Big 12 teams. Heck yeah. uh, let's talk about this week, going into open date. Much needed, man. This is probably great timing for it the is, open for date. Sure. Uh, I imagine, I, I know, I think they gave you obviously Saturday off um, last weekend. What about going to this weekend? Uh, I was hearing some things possibly Friday and Saturday off this weekend. Yeah. Have given you the schedule yet? Uh, yeah, so we're for sure off Saturday. Um, and then Friday's kind of not like a, if we do, if we have a good week, we'll be off. So hopefully we're off both days. Um, we're off from practice today, but that's like a normal thing. Right. Uh, we, we still have meetings today and stuff like that. So got to get a, got to get a jump on Cincy. You know, this is a good time for us to obviously them with them, with their defense playing Navy, we're not going to get much film from that anyway. So all the film that we're going to have is already up and, and ready to watch. So another Friday night game coming up uh, a week from this Friday, another eight o'clock start yep. ESPN two again, uh, been, but so far, so good on these Friday night yeah. games this year for ECU. Uh, Provo wasn't as cold as it was anticipated. It wasn't. Yeah, so it wasn't. That, I thought Pirates caught a break there, which was good. Could be a little bit different story in Cincinnati in mid-November. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect it to be pretty cold there. But, I mean, a bunch of our team has already played there. So it's not you know anything like Utah where we're going up and just seem like a different country up there. So yeah, uh, we've played in Cincy before. And obviously, we got to play a really good game. They're a really good team. We're going to have to you know, bring our A game. <laughs> How was the experience? I know you guys don't get a lot of free time. It's a business trip. I saw your photo and I commented on you put out there and uh, I said man it looks like an empty movie set yeah. like where is everybody like it was this beautiful backdrop and it looked like a fake movie backdrop it was it like, no, look I like I don't that. know what time you were up but there were no cars no people nothing no it was weird and like I mean, they were like giving us high fives before the game, like "good luck, good luck, guys." <laughs> Thanks, and they gave us goodie bags before saying "good luck" and stuff like that. So it was definitely <laughs> an odd environment. But it, was, it was definitely one of the cooler environments I've played in. I, I've said it before; I'll say it again. It's the nicest fan base oh, I've ever sure. come in contact yeah. with, pro or college. Uh, it, it, I, I equated Provo, Utah. As di- like Disney World, yeah, except that's... Disney World's fake and it's commercial, <laughs> and they're being paid to be nice. These people are just nice because yeah. they're nice. Yeah, you no, know? they are, and like it's it's incredible environment there. Yeah, even after the game, like their fans all lined up around the stadium, were like trying to give us high fives and get pictures with us. I'm like, y'all just lost on the last second field goal. Like ECU fans would be like throwing stuff at you and stuff, and y'all are asking for pictures with us. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it was, a little, yeah, it's a little different world. Like it's just yeah, like it, what it world was, am I in? Yeah, it literally seemed like we were in a different world, especially like because it was literally like dead flat. And then the mountains just come. Like the mountains in North Carolina, it's like hilly everywhere. Yeah, and stuff like it's, that. A, it's like, a slow creep up. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like that. It's just as flat yeah. as Greenville, and then there's just a huge mountain yeah. all around you. Uh, Holden, I got a few comments, uh, questions to read. Newton uh, says, please don't be complacent down the stretch. Great game, by the way. So if you were planning on being complacent these last few games. Is that part of the game plan? Well, I was going to since he said that. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Newton. You saved pirate football. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, Adam says his nephew uh, and he were standing in the pirate walk before the UCF game wanted to thank Holden for giving him a handshake, made his day, and made a brand new pirate fan. Heck yeah, so, uh, pirate yeah. fan for life, of course, because of, of course. you Holden. That's pretty cool. Jay says, "I know the focus is to go one and zero, regardless of ranking." Yada yada yada. So 
disregard that part, Holden, and just answer this honestly. Does it piss you off to see UCF break into the top 25 after we kick their butts? Does it give the players any extra incentive and feel kind of disrespected? So, A little bit, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, we're all focused on just Cincinnati now, you know, our bye week and stuff like that. But, you know, I think that if we beat Cincinnati, we keep winning the games that we're supposed to be winning, we'll be ranked eventually. So, yeah. I, did, I did see. Receiving votes. Yeah, I got two votes for nice. the, uh, what was it, the AP top 25? Yeah, AP. Uh, so someone counted it up. That put us at what? Number 39 in the country right now. Nice. So, yeah, so got a, got a, hey, look, yeah. I start somewhere. For sure, yeah. yeah. We'll get more votes. Keep yeah, moving that's the thing. Up, you know? You know, in our locker room, we're just, I mean, if we just keep winning, the rest will take care of itself. Dawson says you're the best Bojangles actor in college football. Hey, heck yeah. Taking man. over from Jake Delone back in the day. <laughs> heck yeah, I appreciate that. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> that poor chiropractor just can't catch anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's the Columbia Scholar. How could that guy be my chiropractor? He can't even catch a football. Yeah, that one was a little corny, but it paid me, so I'll take it. Like, yeah, do you like doing that? You've done a lot of commercials, and yeah. we've done some. Holden is showing he doesn't mind doing corny things. Yeah. He comes on with us every Monday. That's true. I appreciate it. That's true. I mean, you are getting better at these things, though. It's been a great experience, I, I would say, it. for yeah. you. Yeah, I think. The, the media, you know, the commercial side of things yeah. and how it gets done and the production and all for that. For sure, stuff. yeah. It's so, uh, got a real education this year. Yeah, it's been a lot different with NIL and stuff like that. And, you know, I tell people all the time i'm not going to be the quarterback here forever so i'm going to enjoy every moment that i can and yeah. all different aspects of it that's kind of touched on it uh holden but christian uh says what's the game plan this week rehab or back to practice what's the ratio there yeah a little bit of both uh you know that's what's you know with bye weeks everyone every player's week is a little bit different you know i mean there's some players who haven't played any snaps at all they're going to have a you know a tough week for them uh to get reps and there's some players like you know me ryan and the guy the typical guys who play a lot of snaps um, you know that are going to get some rest, so you just gotta kind of find that happy medium. Um, you know where you can you know stay fresh and, and stay crisp, kind of at the same time. So this is a big week for younger guys that yeah. have not got oh, any absolutely. games. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I saw the athletics folks uh, already pumping up senior night, which is still a yeah. little, you know a couple few weeks away. But uh, has it sunk in yet that your next game it's in Greenville one. will be your last one in Greenville? Yeah, um, a little bit, not too much. You know, I'm just, like I said, I'm just focused on Cincinnati. But, yeah, I mean, it does. It sucks. I mean, it, everything comes to an end, and I you know, only have one more game here. Um, you know, I'm just happy to happy to be the quarterback here as long as I have been and, 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 lucky, and lucky and fortunate to be and just got to, you know, hopefully keep winning and get an extra game down there in the conference championship probably at Tulane. I had a memory pop up on uh, my Facebook feed not too long ago. I almost sent it to you. It was, uh, you were at her tailgate in uh, D.H. Conley gear yeah. with, uh, Back with in Morgan the day. and it was, you were senior year. You were just enjoying yourself yeah. as, as a then future, future recruit yeah. getting ready to come to East Carolina, but getting ready to hang out. Uh, what was well, I guess it was five years ago. Um, yes. Hard to believe how quick yeah. time flies. Yeah, it is. You know, it, like you said, it seems like I was just getting recruited here and growing up here, coming to games and stuff like that. And uh, you know, now my time here is coming at it to an end. At the end points, so just gotta you know, hopefully go out with a bang. All right, I, I don't. <laughs> I hate even address this because yes. I'm, I'm, let's go ahead and just get it out of the way because I think it's complete garbage coming from someone oh, from UCF. There's some rumor out. This is what I hate about the internet because anybody can put anything out there and start a rumor. There's some rumor out there that ECU had UCF's playbook and that that was the advantage in the game. Was the playbook the one catching the balls when CJ and Isaiah were the ones going to catch it? Thank so, you. I didn't have the playbook. I don't yeah. know what side of the ball they're saying had the playbook, but. 
Yeah, I mean, everyone has something to say when they lose, so. Yeah. I mean, I'd just like to say I think that's hot garbage, yeah, I, by the way. I, the quarterback I mean, didn't have the playbook, so, I yeah. mean, if, if, if we had that the playbook, That sounds like UCF sure sour grapes yeah. to me. Yeah. So. And uh, keep sucking those sour grapes, UCF. <laughs> yeah. Love a good conspiracy theory, but I don't know about this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I certainly didn't have the playbook, so I don't know if, if any of our backups did, but they didn't share it with me if so. If there's a Cincinnati playbook floating out there, yeah. would you like to see Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah if anybody me. knows. Sure. Well, if we'll they know a GA them. or anything, yeah, just send it to me. <laughs> I'll take it. Every bit will help, uh, you know. All right. Uh, I know you've got to get some stuff done today. Yep. So we can't keep you too long. But uh, definitely appreciate you coming in. Great for to sure. see you again. Yeah, and, back uh, in Man, here. what a stretch it's been. People are uh, fired up. And I will tell you, I mentioned this to you off the air. The guy that coined the phrase local politics, bud, who uh, a year ago accused the only reason you were starting is because of your connections to Greenville, oh, because yeah. your dad's the PA guy. PA announcer has a lot of, carries a lot of weight in this town. Uh, it's, and it's local politics. He <laughs> called and announced publicly that he was wrong. He walked back those comments, apologized, and I thought at least he did it publicly. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I give him I credit that I think there's been a lot of people, and, and, and I think the best thing you can do is just kind of. The few doubters that have been out there yeah. that just keep proving them wrong. You keep sure. playing great and keep winning. Uh, it, it creates a lot of silence on that side. For sure. Yeah, I'm just going to keep being who I'm going to be and, and trusting who I've trusted in this whole time in my circle and you know let the rest of the people have their opinion that I mean, that's what it is in yeah. opinion. So I was disappointed. No, it's not local politics. I yeah. to get started. I know, man. Yeah, Gosh, you. me too. It's by performance. <laughs> Hold what's your all-time best Halloween costume? I was an Oompa Loompa this Halloween, so uh, right. my girlfriend put some some orange makeup on my face. I showed you a picture. Did my you got one? Yeah, I got one. <laughs> Share. Yeah. She posted on Instagram, so, so I can't hide it too much. Um, is, it a ho- is it your favorite holiday? Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm big into it. You know, okay. I'll, I'll have a Halloween get-together pretty much every year, and that's what we do with the football team, just so no one gets in trouble, because Greenville's a, a dangerous place for Halloween. It worked uh, out perfect this year, because Saturday was kind yeah. of the big night. Everybody went out, and you were off Saturday. Yeah, so, so we, uh, we, try oh, to wow. get, we try to get That's very impressive. For Halloween. What a great Oompa Loompa <laughs> clip, Rob. She was Willy Wonka. Now, what was she? Willy Wonka. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Never seen Willy Wonka look any better. <laughs> well done. Well um, done. That's a pretty good, that's <laughs> yeah. an impressive Oompa Loompa. Yeah. I don't right. know if I would have recognized you know, yeah. as you if I saw you like on the street. Big, uh, I would like Troy after guy. a spray tan. <laughs> I mean, that was There's a... Tegan Wilk, Tegan Wilk, and Jack Powers right there. Oh, Ricky nice. Bobby and... Got the... Uh, Oh, yeah. That looks too. <laughs> Talladega Nights. You ain't first or last. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Holden, uh, good stuff, man. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Thanks for having Appreciate me, man. Good parts. Right. God bless. We'll talk to you next week. Who's on the Pit Electric Live line? Raja Ayers. Oh, okay. How's my guy doing? I'm doing great. How's <laughs> yourself? Doing good. Thanks for joining us. Raja Harris joining us on the uh, Pit Electric Live line. Man, how about those pirates? How about them pirates? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Rajay, we saw you in the locker room, or at least your face. Uh, how cool was that to be part of the post-game celebration uh, via FaceTime on Friday night? Well, it was real cool, man. I, I seen Keaton go live, so I just I requested to, to join his live, and so I felt like I was there with them guys. Well, you've celebrated last-second field goals before. What was it like? And and how how nervous are you watching games that you're not a part of now, Raja? You got no control over what happens. You used to have a little bit of control. Now you're just like us watching it. So what was it like watching that field goal the other night? Um, I knew he was gonna make it, man. Uh, we talked yesterday in the locker room, and I asked him what happened when he missed the field goal, and he just told me it got away from him a little bit. And I was like, uh, you know, I seen when he was coming out the field, he had a little smirk on his face when he came up and missed it. So I already knew that. 
you know, that wasn't nothing to him. You know, a little adversity. He came back and 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 knocked it knocked it down in the win game. And shoot, I'm right down the couch going crazy like I'm there. So, you know, it was just a good good moment for me and my mother, who I was watching the game with, man. And it was just, you know, just one of them one of them games. You know, you seen everybody. You know, the emotional side of everybody just because you know, you know how hard they work. You know, during the off season and camp. You know. And it's just all it's all being displayed in the right way. Roz, this Troy, how's your uh, recovery process going? Obviously, the surgery seems like it was success. How's the, what's the recovery period from that now? When do you start rehab? Take us through the uh, timeline for you right now. Uh, I started rehab like a week before surgery, uh, so I just been here every day, actually, just you know grinding my way through. Um, you know, six to nine months is the it's the time for ACLs, so uh, I'll be running around the the March, March, something like that. Around March, I get to run and jump and cut, and uh, you know I'm just staying patient through it all, man. It's a reason for everything. It's a reason for my little setback. Uh, I really do believe it's going to be a major comeback through all through all this, and uh, you know I just trust in God, man. Come back can be bigger than the setback, my man. I agree 100%. And uh, so it sounds like you might be able to be a little active during potentially towards the end of spring ball then. Yeah, I, it can be. You know, if I'm doing great in my rehab and, you know, getting things done that I need to get done, and I could be a little active. But uh, we'll see. No rush, man. Just just trying to get 100%. Uh, and I continue to stack the 1% days I get there. Rajay Harris joining us, Pit Electric Live on here on the Delcor Players Lounge. And Rajay's uh, Niners won yesterday. My Commanders won yesterday. Troy, your Bears lost. Uh, some breaking news. Badly. Uh, Jay Glazer reporting that the Bears have Folded, agreed to. Sold the franchise? <laughs> no. Oh. They have agreed to trade Roquan Smith to the Ravens. So there goes. The, I mean, that was the last piece <laughs> to the puzzle on the defense. Yeah, so, I mean, they're basically just riding this year off yep. and just moving up as much caps. And at this point, tank the games, trade everybody, and just start over and get as much cap space as you can. Looks like that's what they're doing. Yeah. Roquan, because he's yeah. great. Yeah, that's a, that's a big loss right there. Well, uh, we'll talk a little NFL at the end of this uh, segment, but wanted to bring that up. That just uh, coming out on the wire right <laughs> Thanks now. Thanks for the full blown depression now on Halloween clip. Just reporting the news, yeah. Troy. I'm just uh, just a news reporter here. <laughs> No, no no treats only tricks from you there you go rajay uh so uh what's your uh your role now this week uh, with with the pirates being at home uh with no game coming up are you you're still able to be around the team are you uh how often are you showing up in the locker room things like that well i've been there every day man i i go from rehab to the locker room see the guys i see the guys every day um you know still laughing joking like nothing ever happened man it's just you know, I love being around them. I love being in the meetings, the team meetings. You know, just being around, just trying to be involved as, you know, a leader, you know, to the old guys, to the young guys. Whatever I have to do, whatever role, I do it. You know, the coaches know that. The players know that. You know, I just, you know, I'm still here. I'm still family. You know, Coach used to make sure that, you know, when I first got hurt, he told me I'm still part of the, all of this, all the process, you know, even if I'm playing or not, so. You know, I've just been trying to, you know, lend my brothers, you know, good times and hard times. And, shoot, what can I say, man? They brothers, they brothers for a reason. You know, they look out for me just like I look out for them. 
just a family atmosphere. And now you can plan a trip for December because the Pirates are going bowling again, Rajay, and you were ready to go right. last year uh, against Boston College. Of course, that game was not played, but looks like you'll have a uh, trip to make coming up next uh, in December. Oh, yeah, I'm there. Most definitely, I'm there. <laughs> And this season's kind of been a wild season. Still, who knows what what is in store as we're down the final three games here. Because I remember talking to a friend, guys. It was halfway through. I think EC was three and three at that point uh, at the at the six game mark, and he was kind of down and out and going, "Oh man, I just don't know." And I, what do you think? What should we do? I'm like, well, "Watch you calm down, take a deep breath." We're only at the halfway point. There's six games to go, and I remember saying. If EC wins their next six games, you probably have a totally different attitude at the end of the season. Or, or if EC loses their next six games, maybe you even feel worse. I said, but why don't you let the season play out before you make any final judgments on anything and see what happens? Well, right now, East Carolina's looking a lot better to win the last six than they are to lose the last six because they're 3-0 and in the first part of the final six. So they win the next three, man. It just completely changes the outlook of this whole season and, and what the and who knows what the path could be to a potential conference championship game if enough things fall the right way. Yeah, you got that right. Our goals are still ahead of us. You know, we're just trying to take it at one step at a time, one game at a time. You know, of course we see what everybody posting about, you know, the conference and what we can do. But, you know, honestly, we're just trying to think, like, one game at a time. You know, since he's on the clock, so you got to think about since for right now. Kyle on Facebook Live says, we missed you, Rajay, uh, for the short yardage situations the other night. And uh, they had Keaton Mitchell on a third and short, fourth and short. I will say, uh, and you knew this, you told us about this before we even saw him play, but Marlon Gunn uh, looking pretty good in short yardage situations. And, uh, and what a backfield this uh, coaching staff has assembled. And we're starting to see more and more of Marlon week in, week out. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is doing great. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think Keaton said it in one of his interviews. Like, each week, they're just getting better. And, you know, it's true. You know, each week, the lineman's getting better. It's making Keaton look good. It's making Marlon look good. It's making Houghton look good. You know, if you get Houghton time, you know what he can do back there. And if you get Keaton time, you know what he can do back there. So, you know, just big shout-out to them big boys up front, man. And just, you know, moving guys around, just – no bullying at the, at the point of contact. Raj, I got a question. Adam's asking a question on Facebook. It made me think back to a, a former player that we used to talk to. This was before the NIL deal, so it was limited how much we talked to in season. We actually did a deal with him his first year out of school, and that was Shane Carden, a former quarterback for ECU, who was the record holder before Holt Naylor's uh, has beaten all his records. But I always thought Shane would make for a great quarterback. I know I mentioned that to him on the air. You know, just his, the way he... I'm sorry. Yeah, he was a great quarterback. You thought he'd make a good quarterback? <laughs> yeah. You were right. I was right. Yeah. I also thought he'd make a great coach. I, I thought he had a, the way he... Just his, his communication ability, his, uh, his positive attitude, and his knowledge of football. I, and, and now he is doing a great job in high school um, where he's at. And I still think uh, bigger things are in store for, for Shane Carden. Uh, Adam wants to know, what about after football? Uh, would you, th- you know, he seems like you'd, he says you'd be an awesome motivator. Have you ever considered coaching when your football days are up, Raj? Yes, I have considered it. Uh, I sat down with Coach Foster or uh, Coach Houston you know, a little bit just to talk about things that they that they done been through, you know, with the coaching aspects. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to do stuff like that and, you know, motivate, you know, like the Inky Johnson role, you know, just be like a character coach just to start off. You know, I always wanted to do stuff like that, man. But I don't know, man. Whatever guy has in store for me, that's what I'm going to do. So if it's coaching, it's coaching. If it's, you know, being a motivation speaker, is that. 
whatever I have to do, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, well, I feel pretty confident you'll be successful in what other path you choose. Yep, no doubt. Yeah. And you already you've done some uh, camps, right, Rajay? Uh, and your where you grew up and things like that with uh, with kids. You've already done some stuff like that, right? Most definitely, most definitely. I do camps. Um, I try to do. I try to give back to the community. It's the food drive, just stuff like that. You know, just little stuff. You know, that's going to add up one day. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have another camp uh, this this summer again. Try to have more college players out there with me just to help me out a little bit. But, uh, you know, man, I just love giving back. And I was raised to give back. Um, I always see my dad give back to the community. So, you know, just seeing that growing up just always, you know, made you want to do it. So that's why I always give back. And I feel like it's a bigger purpose out there for everybody. And, uh, you know, one day it's going to come to the light for you. Rajay Harris joining us, Pit Electric Lifeline. Uh, Rajay, you, you've got a lot going on with, uh, of course, your family, your little girls' school, so you still got things taking up your time, rehab. But as somebody that used to, you know, work out nonstop like you did and things like that, do you, have you picked up any new hobbies uh, since you've been banged up? You uh, you doing anything now that maybe you weren't doing uh, when you were, uh, uh, you know, playing football every week? Oh. Uh... I can't say I study a lot more now. <laughs> I study more. I watch a lot more movies, and I play the video game a lot now. Like actually, like a lot. But um, I really t- I don't took care of my diet even more. I don't take it like another step. You know, just because I'm not playing now, so the stuff I was doing, you know, it's kind of it, it kind of won't help me right now because I'm not running around losing weight doing stuff like that. So I don't try to change it up. It's a tad. But, uh, you know, just watching movies and stuff, uh, stuff like that, because you never really get time to watch movies or play the game like you want to. So stuff like that, just to just to clear my mind. Um, I actually started reading books, too. Uh, I've been reading this book, and it's just about, like, motivating and staying on path and doing what God's want, God wants you to do in life and stuff like that. So I've just been doing new, new stuff just to see if I like it. Um, but... Yeah, man, I'm just <laughs> just being me, man. Just being, just like, <laughs> What's the book called, Ross? You got me right there. I'm happy. I'm gonna get back with you with that one. All right, we'll get that next week. Um, You'll get that next week. But yeah, it's about motivating and just you know achieving, step, taking that one that one step each day. Um, the left foot after the right one, or the right after the left. Just keep on going each day, just to you know motivate yourself. Yeah, but it actually caught my eye though because. I had seen it right before I got hurt the book, and I had asked uh, one of the players, J. Cole, because J. Cole had gave it to me, um, and I was like, oh, what's that book about? You know, it was just telling, like, the different as- the different phases in your life that you're going to you reach and stuff like that, so I started reading it before I got hurt, and um, I started taking it serious for real about two weeks ago, you know, J. Cole asked me, like, every week, you know, what chapter you done got to. So it's just, it's just a little stuff like that. You know, I've been doing, you know, reading and stuff, but I'm going well, to be doing too much, though. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. By the way, happy Halloween to you. Uh, I know you're not as mobile as you used to be right now with, with this rehab going on. Uh, so probably not dressing up this year, although you might have. I don't know. But uh, what was little Rajay Harris going as? What were some of your favorite costumes as a kid? Spider-Man. I, I remember I was Spider-Man one time. Uh, Power Rangers. I just like action stuff, like action movies. So you know, stuff like that. 
Uh, I was Michael Myers one time because my mom a big Michael Myers fan. I was going to say, your theme was guys that can move fast, but I guess Michael Myers is kind of <laughs> shifty. He's got deceptive he's, speed. Yeah, that's what he's got. <laughs> yeah, he's got city speed. Uh-huh. Yeah, he got city speed. <laughs> when you're not looking. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite Halloween candy, Raja? Uh, I like Twix. I'm a Twix guy. All right. Yeah, second time I've heard that. Brian Bailey also a Twix guy. Yeah, I heard Rome trying to bash the Twix folks, and I'm like, Twix is a good solid pick. I think. It's all right. Yeah. I like Twix, man. I'm a Twix guy. I don't like Snickers because I don't mm. uh, like nuts and stuff like that. But I like. Oh, that's a Holden. I don't know what's going on, but it's Holden. That's Holden. Hey. Yeah, we just talked to yeah, him. Yeah, tell, hey, tell, tell Holden we forgot. We forgot to ask him what his favorite Halloween candy is. They said, what's your favorite uh, Halloween candy? Troy. <laughs> Troy. <laughs> he said Skittles. 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 Right. Good pick. I like Skittles because they don't melt in your hands, you know, like M&M's sometimes. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, holy crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raj, before we let you go, uh, man, Niners flexing their muscle over the Rams. Y'all always beat the Rams, though, right? That's uh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And people didn't even play, so. Yeah. What'd that tell you? How about McCaffrey? Running, receiving, and uh, rushing touchdown. Or, or I said running, receiving, passing touchdown yesterday. Yep. I love it, man. I love it. That's the best running back in the league, now. You the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I know you enjoyed that on a Sunday. All right, Raj. Well, uh, thanks All for right, joining la- us, man. La- oh, la- you got something last else? question. Favorite Halloween movie, Raj? Hmm. Halloween. Halloween. Right. Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. Is Holden bothering you, by the way? Did you tell him you're doing live international radio right now to the Pirate Nation? Tell him to quit monopolizing your time. We just talked to him. All right, great. Just here don't hit me. that right arm. It's like dangling by a thread. So, <laughs> yeah. stay away from his shoulder. Yeah. All right, uh, Raj. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. We'll hook up again next week. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. All right. There's Rajay Harris joining us. Xavier, Xavier Smith on the uh, Pit Electric live line. Xavier, how you doing, man? Oh, wait. Hold on. Eggplant's got to get you hooked up. Well, you you kind of got to tell me <laughs> I know. first. All right. Sorry, Shirley. Shirley, Xavier's on line one. Okay. Now he's on. All right. This is the uh, behind the scenes of production, how it works. <laughs> Xavier, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. A little, uh, you feeling okay? Or there might be a little, little stomach bug Yeah. going around? I don't know what it is, honestly. I've just been feeling a little... A little sick kind of for a couple of days and then it just hit me one day yeah well yeah, michael jordan had the flu game against uh was that against utah i think it was, oh, it was one of his best games ever yeah oh shoot i was in utah and i was, I was coughing on the sideline like, there you go yeah. xavier smith flu game well and you got a whole week to recover from it now gotta stamp that now. how did you miss that interception come on your face mask come man on, i mean i can't just sit here and just you know act like we can't ignore that <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, there's a lot of plays this year. I'm like, dang, dude, how, how'd I miss that one? But, uh, you know, I, did, I really just didn't uh, break how I wanted to. Uh, you know, I was a little sore. You know, it was a short week. So I was just really trying to get my body back that week. So uh, recovery definitely played a role in that. Um, you know, and that basically for me all season, I was just trying to make a play. I don't know. I could I, If it would have went in review, honestly, I think I got underneath it partially. But... You know, I, I understand why everyone think I dropped it. It was. Um, well, I was giving you, uh, I was saying that, you know, the tip probably didn't help you because it came in at a weird, yeah. you know, rotation and everything. So. The spin. 
I think if uh, if never would have got tip, I would have picked it. There you go. That's what I'm going with too. I agree. Yeah. As your attorney, Xavier, that's what we're saying in all interviews <laughs> moving forward. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was that celebration like uh, after the kick, uh, Xavier? That was uh, that was huge to get that sixth win and to get it in dramatic fashion like that. Yeah, it was definitely uh, a great moment. Definitely to feel that uh, not once but twice in my career after just uh, seeing where the program came from and where we're at now. Uh, it's a great. I know all the seniors felt it. Um, we really talked about it before the game. You know what it means how. Uh, we got this thing rolling again, and like we're doing the things we said we were when we first uh, came in as freshmen. So it's a great feeling. We really just soaked it in, um, and you know we just, you know, it's just it's a great feeling to have. I don't really know how to take it all in because you know it's the first time for me uh, doing things like this. So. And we talked to Holton about this too, Xavier. We didn't get a chance to talk to you guys last week because it's a short week. Coming off that UCF win, a victory you've never been a part of in this program. So, I mean, that that had to be really special too to send those guys out of the conference with a, a big L leaving Greenville. It was definitely uh, very special to uh, us, you know, the guys that, you know, were here from the jump of things, you know, when things weren't so good here at ECU. But, you know, it was just a special moment. Uh, you know, things, like I said before, you know, that I'm always going to remember and things that, you know, I can check that off my list to say the things that, you know, me and my brothers did do because of the team effort. And it's great to see that all the pieces are finally clicking out. Xavier Smith joining us here on the Delcor Players Lounge. Xavier, how about holding BYU to seven points in the second half and no points in the fourth quarter? Got the big stop, forcing the late punt, and then the offense goes down and wins it on the field goal. But, uh, you know, 14 second half points for the Cougars, just seven in the uh, second half, and then you got uh, gave up none in the fourth quarter there. Yeah, I mean, uh, we we seen how we were uh, – we didn't come out there and play how – you know, we anticipated early on, so we just had to, uh, you know, make the plays when we could. You know, BYU was good. They were big, grown, strong men. Like, they are all older and they're strong. But, you know, uh, a lot of them, you know, had to do with their part. You know, they came out there and, you know, they had a lot of fans there. So they were very emotional and passionate about that game as well. So it was really a battle and things we uh, could have cleaned up defensively early. But, you know, when it came time to make plays, we made the plays. And, you know, offense uh, did their thing and we – Got a good team win off there. You know, Conrad, shout out to Conrad, too. Because, you know, he's uh, confident as well, you know. He's sure about the kick. Uh, he was like, get me in position, I'll make it. And, you know, I, I believe him. So, you know, we just have a lot of trust in each other, and we just go out there and play for one another. All right, you got two weeks now to get ready for the Bearcats. That's going to be another Friday night game, November 11th, ESPN2. Uh, a huge game again for the Pirates. And hey, look, a, a big game for the Bearcats. Don't kid yourself. Uh, what do you? I, I, don't, I know you're going to be getting into it this week, but uh, do, what do you know about their offense, if uh, anything, right now? Um, you know, I know they're Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I know we always got to come ready to play uh, as we it showed up all across the conference. You know, everyone got to come show up ready to play each week. Um, but, you know, we definitely have our hands full just like any other week. We got a good team. Uh, I think, I'm not sure if they're still ranked, but I know they're uh, ranked uh, prior to the UCF game. But, you know, we've got to take them serious and, you know, keep our goals at the top of the list and just focus on that. And it doesn't really matter who we play that week. Uh, you know, the goal's still the same and the determination and motive still the same each week. Well, Xavier, if you're curious, UCF beat Cincinnati, so now UCF is ranked. Cincinnati got knocked out. Isn't that weird? And uh, East Carolina right now receiving two votes. So there's your rankings update for you. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, hopefully, you know, in the perfect world, maybe we can get 
you know, rank, you know, that'd be a great way to go out. You beat Cincinnati and beat Houston. Uh, you definitely will. No yeah, doubt about I would that. say uh, you, you got a great case for it. Uh, Xavier, uh, when you go into a week like BYU, we talk about things like the, the elevation and does it affect your, your breathing? Uh, Bryce Williams, a former ECU tight end last week, said it was so dry there that he would take a sip of water on the sidelines, run in, and by the time he got to the huddle, he was thirsty again. So, I don't know. Did you feel any different Dang. factors in uh, that game than that you didn't feel previously? Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I wasn't really sure what uh... – like you know the coaches and people were saying about like the elevation how it affects like your breathing but you know when we was out there i would get tired quick i was like dang like you know i was wondering why i see uh oxygen tanks on the sideline i was like why we need oxygen tanks like all of a sudden you know now i see why it was definitely uh you know different i don't know how they do it each week you know over there Talking to Xavier Smith on the uh, Pit Electric Live Line. Uh, Pirates coming off a win. What's your uh, bye week going to be like, X? Is uh, you get that body right and, and throw in a little practice? So, what is the what's the plan for you this week? Uh, recovery, recovery, recovery. Uh, you know, I plan on you know finally trying to get my legs back to where they uh, were. You know, earlier in the season, trying to stay fresh, uh, get some rehab. You know, fix the things that's been bothering me a little bit and. You know, just come ready to work. I asked uh, Jeremy earlier, we'll play that interview, but I said, you know, with a hot team like you are right now, three wins in a row, do you want to keep playing or do you need this bye week? And, and he said, I wouldn't say we need it, but we'll definitely take a bye week. So it sounds like you guys are ready to, to finally get one after nine straight games. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure, you know, everyone's feeling it right now uh, across America. You know, this the back half of the season and, you know, it kind of just panned out perfectly for us. Uh, we get a bye week going into uh, the remaining. You know, we got some good teams remaining on the schedule. And, you know, it's not a bad thing to get a little break before you uh, go into these games. But, you know, I definitely uh, will embrace the bye week this week. Yep. And Xavier, as you know, uh, Greenville's a big hot spot for Halloween, especially for college students. Uh, Saturday night was a pretty big deal from what I've heard from sources. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you went out or dressed up this year. If so, what did you go as or what would you go as? And if you didn't, what were some of your favorite costumes of the past? Uh, yeah, I went out as uh, Jason. You know, I didn't stay out too long because I was tired from the night before. We didn't get back till like six in the morning, so I called in there early. And then, uh, you know, obviously I was feeling sick too, so that played a big role. I didn't feel like doing anything, but I did see uh, a couple of my teammates in some funny costumes. Uh, Colton was like a Oompa Loompa, yeah. Uh, so that was uh, fun to see. Who else? Um, Dang, I can't remember uh, who I'm thinking about. But, yeah, a lot of guys on the team were uh, some funny things. So it was, just, it was a fun night, but, you know, I'm old now. Partying ain't really fun. Yeah, that's for I, the kids. I like the idea of a uh, of tired Jason, where it's like, I might kill you or I might just let you go. I don't know. I'm kind of tired. Yeah, so. or I might get sick over here in the corner, so just yeah. leave me alone. Just leave me alone, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to mess with you with the big, yeah. like, Well, think about agent. it. He's been at it for 25 years. Yeah, he probably is getting tired. At the end, of, don't you, do killers retire too, right? So, yeah, I guess they, so. I guess they get old, yeah. <laughs> it's not worth the effort. What's your favorite Halloween candy, Xavier? Uh, Probably Reese's. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Reese's Cups or Reese's Pieces? Reese's Cups. All right. You got to specify. Nah. Good call. Jesus. Favorite Halloween movie? Um, I really don't have one. Like, I really can't think of one. Like, I just like a lot of movies. 
I'll probably say a Christmas movie was my favorite. No, nah, I don't got a favorite. <laughs> All right, we'll ask you that <laughs> yeah. on the holidays. Yeah, we'll save that. <laughs> don't tell us right now. All right, X. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks. Heal up, and uh, and we'll talk to you next Monday. I appreciate you guys. I think we got Miles this time. Miles, you there? We- yeah, I'm here. How you doing? <laughs> we hey. had you on the wrong formation, Miles. So we had to call a timeout, kind of like in the game the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all good, man. How you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, first of all, congratulations. Uh, man, it's been a couple weeks since we've talked to you. What a couple weeks it's been, though, for ECU football. Yeah, it's been a great couple of weeks, man. Just excited to keep rolling, excited to be bowl eligible, and, you know, we're we going to keep on going. Excited for this bye, too. Ready to rest up. You keep bringing up, Troy, that we didn't get to talk to the guys after UCF. Miles is one of the guys I wanted to talk to because you got a free shot uh, on their quarterback, John Rice Plumley, kind of right in front of where Chandler and I were sitting, where you didn't give up on a play. It looked like the Pirates had a lot of covered sacks that night. But, man, you were coming full head of steam and uh, hit the quarterback. Those are the, the plays you dream about, right, Miles? Oh, yeah, most definitely. I uh, just... Really, it was just great play on defense because the, our DBs were covering so well. He didn't even have any uh, open receivers to throw to, and he was just trying to scramble and make something happen. I was able to make a great play on him. So, yeah, that was just that was a really exciting play, and, and Pirate Nation definitely – there was definitely a roar in Dowdy after that. No doubt. And I was looking at the yeah. stats this week, and I'm looking at the tackles for loss, and the, the players who got tackles for loss this week against BYU – were Tegan Wilk, Gerard Stringer, Pre Washington, Malik Fleming, all DBs. So, all DBs. Yeah, how about the DBs coming up, making some plays there, Miles? Yeah, DBs played played great. Um, had a couple blitzes and different things like that, and screens where we were able to make some some negative plays and and uh, get them behind the sticks. So that was that was a great thing. But that BYU atmosphere was was crazy. It was something else. It was great to be able to pull a win uh, there in their in their home turf. No doubt. And first true, you know, hostile road environment you guys have faced uh, this season. So to get that win was huge. You guys came up with a defensive stop to give the offense the ball. And then it comes down to a kick. Uh, Andrew Conrad, uh, his first, you know, big time nervous moment kick. And uh, he knocked it through, Miles. What was it like watching that one from the sidelines? Ah, man, I was just praying on the sideline. I don't know if you saw that video of Holton, but... Uh, he had a video when he was I uh, on a knee and he was rushing out, rushed out on the field. I was right beside him, and I didn't even know that it went in because it was a low kick, so I didn't even see it at first. But as soon as I saw the rush of excitement, you know, it was just it really hit me that we had won the game. But uh, yeah, man, he's definitely the, the 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 player of the week for sure, and it's great, you know, him being a freshman, being able to to win the game for us in that type of fashion. So I'm. Very happy for him. Very proud of him for getting us a dub for the team. And, and actually, was announced as the AAC Special yeah. Teams Player of the Week today. So, um, as I said, you don't get extra style points for how high it is. It just has to go in, and that went in because if it didn't, I guess we were kind of headed to overtime at oh, that yeah. point. So, More OT. And you don't. I mean, you just never know what can happen in these overtime games. Uh, then it's just right. it's really a coin flip at that point between these teams. But it was just great to be able to get get in and get out and steal that W from. Most definitely, yeah, most definitely. It was it was sixty thousand in the stands and being able to you know the 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 silence in the stands after that kick went in was was great. So yeah, it was it was good to be able to get that win and get out of Utah. And Miles, a quick note: uh, great to see Andrew Conrad, but, but Owen Daffer still a big part of this team. He's doing kickoffs and 
I mean, we've seen it. Guys get down, and uh, you got to rally around them. And uh, it's pretty cool to see Owen still doing his job out there despite losing the, the kicking job that he had earlier this year. Yeah, man. You know, it's a tough thing, you know, losing that losing that spot. But he's still, like you said, he's still kicking and, and on kickoffs and playing a major role for the team. And, and he's there for Conrad, still cheering him on, still helping him, and they help each other. You know, so he's he's definitely still a great teammate and a great asset to the team. So uh, very glad that Owen is still a part of the team. Miles, how are you feeling physically? I know, uh, you know, at this point in the season, everybody's, you know, not injured, but hurt somewhere, you know, definitely bruised up and, uh, and in pain at certain times. And I know there's kind of like a slight little stomach bug going around, it seems like, too, lately. Yeah, no, nah, um, definitely, you know, this part of the season, a lot of, a lot of people banged up, bruised up, you know, just especially when you play a very physical position like a linebacker or a running back, you know, or offense, defensive line, you know, you, you get bruised up. But that's why I said the bye week came at a perfect time because we're able to rehab heavy, you know, kind of like, you know, rest our wounds a little bit and, and get ready for next weekend. But, um, nah, yeah, I'm, we're doing good, though. We're, we're good as a team. And, yeah, it is a little stomach bug. I don't know if it's like a maybe like a late flu season or something or maybe like a little fall bug going around and it hit some of the guys. But uh, they, it, it ran its course around 24 to 48 hours. It ran its course. So we're fine, you know. Like I said, just getting ready for next weekend and just really taking this week to mentally and physically recover. Miles, did the, the elevation, the dryness out there, did you feel any different during that game than you felt in other games this year, or did it not affect you? Uh, I felt a little bit of it during warm-ups. Like we were really trying to warm up heavy just to get our, our kind of lungs adjusted to it. But once that game kicked off, we were we were pretty much locked in. Um, when we got to the sideline, you know, you might have been breathing a little heavy, but once we were back on the field, we were – we were back, you know, playing like like we were back in Greenville, you know. Just that that didn't really affect us too much, but in warm ups, you could feel it a little bit. Miles Barry joining us, Miles. We're so week to week here. We're recapping a game, previewing the next. You get to take a breath here with uh, an off week, and just you've been around here so long. Uh, just the. Do you ever think about the growth of this defense with Blake Harrell, with you guys, Xavier, guys that have been a part of this defense for so long and how far you guys have come? Because it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I mean, I think about it all the time. I mean, even I'll go back to not even last weekend, but UCF, you know, a lot of people didn't even have us winning that game. And that's a game that we've lost by a lot in the in the years, years prior. Um, and we've we haven't been able to contain people defensively in the years prior so being able to execute execute at such a high level and playing as well as we're playing and and being so united not only defensively but as a team you know it's something that ECU hasn't we haven't had that in the years to come and especially my earlier years so uh, it's a beautiful thing to see and I can't wait to uh, only improve improve that you know we just want to improve the team unity improve the execution on all levels uh but that's something that you know me and x uh we we used to talk about our freshman year you know we wanted to change the culture of the program and and become one of the top defenses in the aac and in the country and i feel like we're doing that so it's a beautiful thing to see miles barry joining us and miles another thing you want to 
get under your belt uh, is a bowl win, and you'll have that opportunity this year. You had a chance last year. The game wasn't played, so uh, now that six win, I know that's one of the goals you guys set. Still goals out there in front of you, obviously, but uh, you, you get to check that one off. Uh, that's got to feel good. Yeah, uh, and, you know, we didn't get to play it last year, which which was a heartbreaker. You know, especially because last year was our first time even going to a bowl game in like seven years. So not being able to play it really sucked. So I uh, just blessed and proud of the, the opportunity to play play one again, you know, back 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 to back seasons being bowl eligible. Um, so I can't wait to find out where we're going to play. Um, but, you know, right now we still have the opportunity to, to go to a conference championship game. So that's the goal in front of us. Uh, our main goal is, like I said, resting up mentally and physically and then we're trying to win out. We're trying to win every game, um, the remaining games of the season, and get to a conference championship, and then we'll we'll think about the bowl game when it comes. And, I, Miles, I agree. Right now, ECU firmly in the hunt for a uh, conference championship. And if things play out, the only thing you can control is, is who you guys play. And if you win these next three games, that puts you in a great scenario. Some other things may have to happen. But, boy, what a, uh awesome opportunity if you can just take care of business down the stretch here. Yes, sir. So we just got to take it one week at a time and handle business. And uh, this week, it's about uh, getting that old body fresh, right? Uh, at least that's what Xavier Smith said. Are you in that same boat, Miles, where you got to oh. get your legs back? Yeah, most definitely. You know, it's we played nine games and nine very physical ball games. So uh, that's that's really what I'm focusing on, just rehabbing, resting, you know, catching up on some schoolwork, uh, but really just enjoying this time off. I'm going to catch up on some NFL games and some other college games this week. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really just going to uh, take advantage of relaxing. Miles, before we let you get out of here, you big Halloween guy? Um, I I always usually go to the different, you know, functions and however, but I don't know what I'm going to be this year. You know, I, I don't have a costume of my own. I'm You're running out of time. Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you better make a decision quick. I know, right? I might get something last minute, but if not, I'm going to just be in, that, be in the house chilling tonight. Or, um, I just bought uh, the new Call of Duty. So, Oh, uh, yeah. Well, maybe you go as a gamer. That could work. Uh, well, yeah. Favorite Halloween candy? Hey, yeah, well, yeah, I'll definitely eat some candy. Yeah, what's your favorite? Mm, I'm a, I'm like a gummy, sour, sour gummy guy. Huh. So, like, I like trolleys. I like Starburst, Skittles, things like that. What about Harbos? Anything. I'll eat some Harbos too. Yeah, for sure. Kids love those. Yeah. All right. Uh, favorite Halloween movie? Ooh, Halloween movie. Hmm. Would you consider us a Halloween movie? It's a scary movie. It yeah. is uh, scary movie. I consider scary movies Halloween movies. Yeah, that, that'll yeah. work. Yeah, scary I, Halloween, same I thing. Enjoyed us. I, a lot of people didn't like it, but I. I liked us a lot. Yeah. Very creepy. And I'm waiting for the sequel called Them. <laughs> Good one. Them was, was a little different. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Wait, is that actually a movie? What? Them. No, I said they should come out with the sequel called Them. I know. and To it, us. Right. But it was a... It was a. That's what I'm saying. Oh, did they come out with Them? Oh, I was just trying to be funny. Is there a movie called Them? It wasn't funny. It was like a kind of like a racial trauma type horror series i don't i don't know it's a little different but it was on amazon prime it's called them it's a real show uh did you see i saw last night on hbo max miles uh barbarian have you watched that yet no i haven't is it good i've watched viking 
Yeah, it was all right. It's a it's a scary movie that just came out in theaters, but it's on HBO Max. So if you want something scary, check it out. You know what I need? Have you guys seen Smile? No, no. Uh, is it really creepy? I want to see that. They said they said it's a lot of jump scares. Oh, uh, not a fan of those, really though. I haven't seen that yet. I might I might go see that. Yeah, I, every once in a while, I'll, we'll do that here at the station unintentionally. Like mm-hmm. I'll see Shirley coming in the door. Or I've gotten Chandler before with a good jump scare uh, where he's walking in and we just I just come out of nowhere and, hey, buddy, how you doing? Troy enjoys it. Nobody else does. <laughs> no. So there, no one else is a fan of that around here. I only enjoy like doing the scare. I don't like getting scared because every once in a while they'll get me back. Yeah, nah, I, I know we we kind of prank each other a little bit on the scene, too. I've gotten X a couple times. He won't admit it, but I've gotten him a couple times for sure. And, Miles, I am caught up on House of the Dragon, uh, 10 out of 10. I was so bummed out when it ended on the, a bit of a cliffhanger there, the way it ended, and now we got to wait like two years. But, man, that was awesome. But you know you know, war is here, though. It's, oh, yeah. There's no stopping it. It's war time now. <laughs> Yeah, check that out if you folks uh, have not. Miles a fan of that. All right, Miles. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, have a restful week, and we'll uh, reconvene with you, talk some Cincinnati uh, Bearcats with you next Monday. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, enjoy y'all week. All right, let's head out to the Pit Electric Live line and talk to East Carolina Edge rusher Jeremy Lewis. He joins us as the Pirates are bowl eligible after the sixth win of the year. Jeremy, that's got to feel pretty good, right? How you doing today, man? I'm good. Can't complain. You know, it's, it's it's really nice to wake up both eligible. Can't complain at all with that. Yes, sir. And uh, man, a long road trip, late game for you guys on Friday night. So, uh, what, what's uh, the last couple of days been like for you getting here? I guess very early Saturday morning. So, what was uh, Saturday and Sunday back in Greenville like for you? What did you do the the remainder of the weekend? We well, uh, we got back probably like six in the morning. So you know we uh, we had we had Saturday off. Got back like six in the morning. Was able to get some sleep, and then we had Saturday off. And Sunday, you know, we had treatment, some meetings and stuff, a little little workout and stuff like that. So we got back in the mix Sunday. Got back on our legs. You know, we got a bye week this week. So you know, we are gonna you know use this week to prepare to prepare. You know, recover, and that's what we did this weekend. So and Jeremy, uh, yeah, rough time for for you to land rough time for folks to go out and see at the airport but i I do understand there was some pirate fans out there right man we've got the best fans in the nation man we had pirates out there at six o'clock in the morning waiting for us to get off of the plane and it's cold and wet and you know just people out there uh supporting us and you know that's that's just amazing to see that was cool stuff. Very cool. Talking to Jeremy Lewis. Also, some Pirate fans made the trip out there and uh, saw y'all celebrating with uh, the ECU section after the game. What a uh, Man, what a season it's been. A lot of close games, Jeremy. A couple that didn't go your way early, and now you're starting to win those close games. So how about getting that one done uh, the other night, uh, last-second field goal? What was, that, uh, what was it like watching that field goal from the sideline? I mean, it was, it was amazing, you know, uh, Conrad's able to step up and make a play. Uh, he missed one early on in the game, but you know he uh, he he let that go. You know he came back out. Coach still trusted him, put him on the field, and you know he executed. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, proud of him. So them congratulations. You know that's that's a big accomplishment for him. 
A lot of scoring going on early in the game, and then in the fourth quarter, uh, defense has kind of stood up. And, and Jeremy, you were on a, a personal streak there with three straight games with a, at least a, a half a sack. So you had a nice streak going. No sacks the other night for the team. But uh, once again, the, the pass rush has looked good here this second half of the season so far for you guys. Yeah, you know, BYU was a big seven-man seven, seven man protection team. And then they like to get the ball on the perimeter with screens and whatnot. Then we take a lot of shots down the field. So we weren't able to get as much pressure as, as you know, we could. Sometimes we're bringing three when they're blocking seven to eight. So, you know, we, we didn't get a lot, like, you know, a lot of pressure this game. But, you know what I'm saying, people people still working up front, making the quarterback take off. And he was at, he was having to run, you know, picking up a lot of yards on the ground. But, you know, we're going we gonna to find a way to dial some pressures back up and get them sacks back rolling in. And uh, you mentioned uh, a running quarterback, Jeremy. You see that just about every week now. That, that's kind of the norm for college football. And uh, you guys have been chasing around a lot of fast quarterbacks here uh, this season. Yeah, most definitely. It was doing that guys changed the whole dynamic of the game. He was able to, you know, he was able to throw the ball in the air and then also running as well. And uh, rumors that there were some NFL GMs out there to see him play. So he was a pretty good, pretty good quarterback, you know. So. We knew what we was getting ourselves into, trying to get him going east and west, but he got north and south when he could, but we was able to contain it, you know, come out on top, still get the win. Talking to Jeremy Lewis on the Pit Electric Live Line, Pirates get their sixth win of the year, three in a row, six and three on the year now after the win at BYU. And now, uh, and Jeremy, looking at that game the other night, uh, a huge stop late in the game on fourth down and chance Bates makes the play he's the team's leading tackler on saturday on friday night with 11 tackles how has uh he been able to come in and you know be a, a veteran presence kind of mesh in with the the guys that were already been here in the past and uh he, he's become a a real force on the field for you guys at linebacker almost definitely chance is a great player and for him it's more uh on the field and off the field as well you can see you can See his leadership, you know, kick in in the locker room. You know, he doesn't come to play around. He's strictly business. You know, he's always getting treatment. He's always, like, you know, like giving 100% on the field. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's on and off the field with him. It's good to have that kind of guy in the locker room. You know, he's a business guy. And then on the field, his, his play shows, you know, he's been trying to find a larger role in the defense. He was on some special teams, and he got his opportunity, and he made the best of it. And, you know, he's just been making play after play after play. So, Glad I had that guy on my team for sure. And Jeremy, uh, on the offensive side, Holden Aylers had some big performances coming into this Friday night game. 15 to 22, 197 yards, no passing touchdowns. He did find the end zone twice running, but it was about running the football for that offense. And East Carolina was able to have that. We looked at it the other night. They had some quick scoring drives. They were able to get down the field quickly. So not a lot of time to rest on the sidelines for your defense. But how about Keaton Mitchell running the ball the other night? 176 yards, a touchdown. Uh, man, the, the run game got going with he and Marlon and Holton on uh, Friday night. Oh, yeah. That was just Keaton being Keaton, you know. We see him making those kind of plays every day. Looks like nothing there. And the next thing you know, he's bouncing it for a 20-yard game. So, you know, that's just one of the fastest guys in college football. Glad to see him, you know, getting his wheels back. You know, he was banged up a little bit, and now he's looking back to his normal self. You know, glad to see him. And, then, you know, the young Buck Marlin is doing what he can, doing what he can do for the name for Raji. You know, that's a big, that's big shoes to fill, you know what I'm saying? But, He's, he's doing a great job there, and you know, holding his, holding his, tucking that ball and getting north and getting north when he needs to, you know. So, you nobody's know, open, you know, he can just 
it's a big it's a big dude hard to tackle. So once he gets once he gets rolling, you know it's hard to bring him down. Jeremy Lewis joining us. Jeremy, I know, uh, man, you guys need a buy after nine straight weeks. We were kind of talking last week. You know, if you go in and and you win three in a row, do you want to keep playing to keep that momentum? But uh, again, like you, you got to want to rest at some point, right? So, what's your your feeling on that? Would you rather have a game on Saturday and uh, try to go to four in a row, or uh, or do you need that week off? I ain't gonna say we necessarily need the week off, but it's <laughs> great to have a week off. Yeah, it definitely is good to have a week off going nine weeks straight. You know, a lot of you know it's it's the game of football. Everybody's gonna have some bumps and bruises. And, you know, it's, a, it's nobody's going to be 100%, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's a difference between being injured and being hurt. So, you know, a lot of guys that's just hurting right now, you know, can, you know, heal up, get get their, get their legs back in, you know, and then be coming, be coming back. We play Cincinnati after bye week, one of the biggest games of the season, more so because it's the only game this week. But still, in Cincinnati, you know, they were the top 25 ranked team, and they got to go in, they got to play Navy, then come short week to prepare for us so you know it's, it's good to have you know about two weeks to prepare for that for Cincinnati because you know everybody knows there's a very good team and East Carolina receiving two votes in the AP top 25 so congratulations uh, on that as well Jeremy six and three now are these Pirates and uh and and this time Jeremy you're gonna play in a bowl game right you're not just gonna go to one and have to come home hopefully yeah hopefully so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would have been good last year, even though we didn't play in it. But man, hopefully we can really show what we can do this year. Uh, Jeremy, it's Halloween. Couple of Halloween questions for you. What's your uh, your favorite Halloween candy? Favorite Halloween candy? Oh, uh, it's not candy corn. I can tell you that. <laughs> I like. I just like any kind of chocolate, man. All right, and how about your favorite uh, Halloween costume growing up, uh, all time? What was your favorite? Favorite Halloween costume. I didn't really dress up much, but if I had to, I would have been. I probably would have been like Batman. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I definitely would have been Batman. All right, cool. Uh, and uh, I don't know what are you, are you guys doing anything tonight? Uh, Halloween parties or are you, uh, old man Jeremy, resting at the house? What are you gonna be doing? I'm old, I'm old man Jeremy. <laughs> I'm old man. Hey, there's your Halloween costume. You can be uh, just old man Jeremy chilling at home, I guess. Yeah. On my couch, you know. <laughs> Ain't nothing like it. All right, Jeremy. Uh, good stuff, man. Appreciate you joining us. Keep up the great work. Have a a successful off week, and uh, I guess I mean uh, you know get uh, healthier and and relax. And uh, we'll talk to you again next Monday as you guys get ready for the Bearcats. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Isaiah Winstead, joining us here on a Monday. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Doing great. And uh, congrats, uh, bowl eligible. I know that's one of the goals, uh, right? You guys had going into the season. So, how did it feel to get uh, number six the other night? Feel good. Feel good. We just trying to get that championship for real. For real. we trying to get in that championship. And it's still right there in front of you. Uh, next up, Cincinnati, Houston, and Temple on the way for East Carolina. Long uh, road trip out there to Provo. I've asked the other guys this. I say I'll ask you. Uh, any issue with the altitude, the dry air? Did you feel any different, like dirt before the game, during the game at all? It was a little bit. Like I was a little bit more tired and walked through. It was like breathing hard a little bit. But um, as far as the game, I ain't really. It really ain't affect me that much. Yeah, I talked to a former player, uh, Willie Smith, who had played uh, against the Broncos and and played out there in the altitudes. He said it like 
felt it before the game a little bit first quarter but you, it kind of you cannot catch up with it or whatever is that yeah. what happened to you yeah yeah uh the passing game you know you once again had a decent game the other night but man the run game got going against byu's day and that was uh the key the other night keaton mitchell marlin gun even holton with some uh rushing touchdowns so that's the sign of a good offense that you can go either way you can attack either way and the running game uh, was huge the other night yeah so they gotta pick which one they're gonna try to stop so if they're gonna try to stop the passing they gotta be ready for keaton to run for 200 <laughs> and uh holton said they were pretty much doubling you and cj the entire game is that yeah, what it was whole game frustrating for you a little bit (laughs) (laughs) i remember there's a clip of uh chad johnson chad ochocinco going up to bill belichick before a preseason game and he's like what's up coach and bill said we're doubling you the entire game you're in (laughs) and he said coach it's preseason i know y'all are playing around he's like no we're gonna double you the whole game and they doubled him the entire preseason game probably just to piss him off but one of them things you got to uh you got to do it when your number is called, and your number was called at the end of the game on fourth down. And they and I get look, you can see my reaction to the play. I'm like, why is Holton throwing it there? Double coverage, and then we get the flag thrown. They show the replay. That guy's mugging you. Yeah. You knew it was going to be a flag, right? Yeah, all yeah. the time. And and if that guy didn't do that, it was basically one on one against the safety jump ball. Yeah, you probably come down with it. I felt like I was. Yeah, so it turned out to be a great play but how about the guts uh there from the coaching staff and from from holding to throw you that ball a lot of confidence in you on a fourth down play yeah definitely because i was probably i'll say the biggest player of the game and uh actually holton called that play in the huddle he wanted that play so like they was um debating on like what play they should run and he was like he called that play like and they wanted me to uh run it so Definitely got a lot of confidence in me. Did you say anything to that guy that was hugging you? No. <laughs> I didn't say nothing to him. Speaking of saying something, uh, <laughs> it was the UCF game. We didn't get a chance to talk to you last week. Uh, and I saw your dad had commented um, about that you were about to lay hands on somebody or somebody was getting under your skin. What was going on? UCF was doing a lot of yapping, I guess. Yeah. He had, um, one of the players, when I was on the ground, he had hit me in my mouth. Mm, cheap shot yeah yeah that's why i got up so fast and was turned up like that <laughs> okay all right well there you go we were wondering uh robert says has isaiah had a 1000 yard seat receiving uh season before no nah. all right so not in uh which i guess high school how much did y'all throw in high school high school we threw the ball a little bit not enough i had about like 700 something in high school okay Norfolk State, my second year, I had like 654. And Toledo, um, my first, the COVID year, we only played six games. Oh, right. I had 420. And my second year, junior year, I had only like five. Something. All right. Well, certainly on pace for it this year. So having a big time season. Isaiah Winstead, East Carolina receiver, joining us. Uh, so it was like three or four weeks ago, Joe, this guy Joe in Greensboro called in. And was telling us about this guy named Andrew Conrad. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were, I was looking at you. I was looking at Chandler. I was like, I don't look, man. I'm sorry. I don't really know anything beyond Owen Daffer. Yeah. And you know, I don't know how much you yourself. That's knew. crazy though. That's crazy. <laughs> so he calls in, and we're like, All right, Joe. Well, thanks, man. We'll see. 
since then Andrew Conrad's been the guy and he was the hero the other night yeah that's crazy that's actually crazy I, I forgot that he was talking about him I yeah he was talking about somebody else but that is crazy yeah and uh, he makes the kick wasn't the most beautiful kick we've ever seen in our lives but uh, it was uh, beautiful enough to get the win what was it like watching that one from the sideline I was about to turn my head and not watch it but it was it was good like you know see him come and he a freshman so I know that's a big moment in his career but like uh, making the change or whatever where, wherever it go uh, we trust the coach so he put uh, he put him in to start and kick the ball so we believe he was going to make that kick and look we I, we root for everybody we want to see everybody succeed I think it's still good I mentioned it to Miles that Owen Daffer is still on kickoffs like still yeah. a part of the team still yeah. doing his thing So definitely still play a big part man. no doubt Isaiah Whitstead joining us uh, got to celebrate in the locker room and it was nice uh, to include Rajay Harris in that how about him being on the FaceTime as he's uh, still a big part of the team right yeah that's good and every time Keaton scored he always throw up the 47 for Rajay so you know he's still definitely a big part of the team and motivate us to keep going for him uh, Dawson says how does it feel to moss people every game <laughs> something I'll never know but Isaiah does it uh, weekly what's that like I guess it feels good uh, <laughs> alright it feels good it feels about like you'd think it would I guess Yeah. Um, what was your uh, Saturday like a lot of resting y'all got back early morning so what'd you do on Saturday yeah we didn't get back to like 6 some. Um, yeah I just was sleeping and just enjoying the day off for once yeah you don't get a lot of them right yeah. I remember we talked to you before the season you were like and Troy said what do you do during your off time and you are like yeah. I don't really have off time. I was just in there watching cartoons. <laughs> All right, there you go. What were you watching? Uh, it's gonna sound crazy. I was watching Kim Possible. <laughs> Kim Possible. All right, probably my. That's one of my daughters' go to. So <laughs> back in the day. All right, Isaiah Winstead joining us. Um, Shirley, it's Halloween. I know you wanted to do this. Chandler's already smiling. So let me try to explain this, Isaiah. Years ago, I used to have a show from 3 to 5, and it was a little different than this one, where I do kind of some silly stuff. But uh, every Halloween, I'd have this character come in, and his name was Gruesome Deathman, and he'd send me into this like purgatory-type state, so I wouldn't have any control of the show. He'd take over. Anyway, one year, he would bring his friends on, and uh, he played this song, this uh new hit from a rapper named Lil Scary and who was a ghost rapper he's a uh, he's, he's a <laughs> the, the rapper is a ghost and came out with this single called I'm a Ghost and uh, we played it years ago I think he's a one hit wonder I ain't heard much from him since hold on this real or you made this up I don't know you decide <laughs> this is Lil Scary and uh, it's just a piece of his hit I'm a Ghost and they wanted to, you, they wanted you to hear this and you kind of say what you think about it the the flow the the rhyme scheme um and and the whole shebang so hit, hit a little scary surely oh he's got to put his headphones on oh yeah yeah get those headphones on so you can hear it good it ain't gonna scare me is it <laughs> no no it's not like that it's a real song it's a song all right go ahead i'm a ghost i'm a ghost and I be doing the most Cause I'm a ghost He's a ghost I'm a ghost That man's a ghost I be rapping from here to the Dead Sea Coast I'm a ghost He's a ghost I'm a ghost Boom, boom I ain't alive, I'm dead because I am a 
Scary from years ago on the uh scare bar. Isaiah, um, you listen to some rap music, I assume. So, what do you think? A little scary, I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> don't lie. That was bad, bad as that in, bad. as in, that was terrible. Oh no, <laughs> that was terrible. Now, when, when kids say terrible these days, does that mean it's like really good? Like top five worst songs that I heard ever. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Shirley and Chandler really appreciate it as well. Alright, so I'm a Ghost will not be on your Halloween playlist. playlist. No. Alright. Man, anything in particular that was really that bad about it? I mean... The lyrics. Lyrics, okay. That's the important part. The beat was alright. I didn't make that. <laughs> so, the one part I didn't do, you liked. No, I could tell you made it. You was vibing to it. You was getting turned. It was a legit freestyle after the I'm a ghost part. I just kind of started going. You got in that mode. Now, <laughs> I just got, yeah. <laughs> so, um, alright. Terrible, bad, top five, all time. Hey, top, he said top five, all time. Don't worry about what he said after that. Top five all time. Uh, Conan asks, "Any now? I gotta feel like I gotta do another one. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna do another one and send it to you, yeah, and do a make good. I listen to it. A little scary back. Um, any particular team you want to go up against in a bowl game? Nah, don't matter. Don't matter. All right. Don't matter. Any all. destination? So some of the options are." Military Bowl in Annapolis, Fenway Park. You can play at a baseball stadium in Boston, Myrtle Beach, um, down in Florida, Texas. Like any destination you uh, would prefer? Really, whichever one is like, you know, the biggest okay. exposure. Yep. Exposure wise, like, whichever one is the biggest. It don't matter the place, really. Uh, yeah, Michael Winstead made the garbage juice list. Uh, Adam is asking, is that was that garbage juice terrible? Like, was it that bad? Garbage juice. Garbage juice terrible? Yeah. Garbage juice is bad. Yeah, I wouldn't. it ain't that bad, right? It might have been. Damn. It might have been up there. I don't know. All right. He's got to think about it a little more. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> this is what y'all wanted, right? This is what you wanted. Yes, this is exactly All what right, we wanted. Good. No, well, I, at first, I gotta I, hear part two. Gotta hear part two. Well, I want him to listen to it. I, I, I wanted to get his reaction whether he liked. I was going to enjoy it if he liked it. Like, man, I like that. But <laughs> him being honest, brutally honest, was the best reaction. Yeah, next time maybe don't be so honest. <laughs> Nah, top five worst of all time ever he is the, <laughs> ever he is the woat <laughs> ever woat worst man. of all time all right fair enough uh what is your favorite halloween costume you've ever worn 
Um, I ain't really wear Halloween costumes too much, but I wear like a scream mask. No. But that's about it. What's your favorite scary movie? My favorite scary movie? Mm. I like I like Insidious. Hmm. I don't know if I've seen that. I've, I know what you, I've heard of it. I don't watch a lot of scary movies, honestly. Um, I feel like it's a whole bunch of scary movies, but I can't really. Oh yeah, right I don't now. think I've seen that. Uh, I watched Barbarian on HBO Max last night. That's a new one that came out. It's kind of scary. It's good. It's all right. Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. Uh, Chandler, you like scary movies? Yeah. I've always been a fan of the Michael Myers. Um, I was about to say that series. Too. Did uh, you like the Scream series? Yeah, the Scream. Series I like them. Michael Myers is cool too. And I, I, I'm gonna try to watch it tonight, the new one. But I've heard That's some, fast. some so, awful, some like I'm a ghost type. Like top five. five. Like nah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that bad. Oh man, I heard Little Scary is actually in. He's in the, the new movie. Halloween movie. Yeah, he's in the movie. <laughs> he, he does the rap. He does the rap. He does a rap, and Michael Myers kills him. Yeah, so I love. I'm I'm old school, so I love the original Poltergeist. All right, the that's, very you know, first one. Actually, I did get a spoiler that Little Scary was in the movie. Yeah. And played the rap, and you know Michael Myers has never spoke, but the the rap was so bad that, that he spoke that he was like, "Dude, that is awful," and was, then stabbed him right in the neck. Said it was trash. Was like, dude, that is awful. Man, y'all are A tough. Little cameo man. by a little scary. You know what y'all are haters? They can't rap. That's what y'all are. Uh, oh, Dawson, you sound like me and Chandler. He said Zay had me so turned up and dowdy. Against UCF, I was flexing for him. Yeah, me and Chad. Dude, Isaiah, me and Clip, we go dummy for you, man. You're crazy. Yeah, all the time. Anytime you can catch a pass for three yards and realize there's our boy, <laughs> that's our boy right Can't there. stop him. Can't stop him. Have you shown him the video of you guys uh, doing your little thingy up in the stands? What flexing? Oh, the first down thing? Yeah, the first down thing. Nah, some of Chandler's mess. Oh, okay. That's hey, like, not cool. That's like a little scary bad. Nah, we ain't gonna show him that. All right, uh, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Oh, you candy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Okay, <laughs> That's fair enough. Well, how about as a kid? As a kid, probably like Twix. All right, a lot of Twix talk today. Skittles, Skittles for sure. All right. Uh, when's the last time you ate candy? Last time I ate candy was probably. I mean, that says it all right there. Yeah, that's a long time. You don't eat candy. You or don't, soda. You don't drink soda. You don't eat cereal. What is the? What do you do unhealthy? Like, what do you do? You eat unhealthy foods at all? Desserts? Yeah, I eat donuts. All right. And you work that off? Like, yeah. do you feel guilty when you eat them? No. All right. I was just making sure. I mean, no. I know you want to stay in good shape, but you can, like, cheat every now and then. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. All right. I just don't like candy. Fair enough. Not no more. Fair enough. Um, any other questions for Isaiah Winstead? What uh, what are you going to do this off week? Uh, watch film, get my body back right, and that's about it. All right. 
We got practice to we got practice tomorrow all the way to Thursday. This is a big week for like uh, I think Holden said younger guys, maybe uh third, yeah. fourth stringers to I think they're gonna have like a little scrimmage maybe. Yeah, that'd be cool. So you guys can kinda rest up, get ready for another Friday. how'd you like playing on Friday night? It was cool. I was a little wait, so like if it's a two hour if we we was behind two hours? Yeah, it was eight o'clock here when y'all started at six. So that means we got less sleep or more? I was really trying to figure that out for a long time. <laughs> well, so like on the way out there, you got a couple extra hours, but on the way back, you lost. You lost two. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So really, you got less, I guess, if you look at it that way. So before the game, I got more to. Yes. Uh, Technically, when you stay yes. in the hotel, yeah. It's like you didn't lose those hours going over there, basically. Kinda. I don't know, man. It's crazy. What did you man. think of the? Uh, what did you think of the view? Uh, flying into Utah, the mountains and stuff. Yeah, it was good. That crazy. I got a few pictures too. Yeah. Definitely. You like mountains? I mean, to look at them, I don't really <laughs> prefer climbing them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like driving through them or yeah. riding through them. Makes me a little nervous. Maybe messing with my hearing a little bit. Oh, ears popping? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hate that too. All right, Isaiah. You sure you don't need to hear it again? No. Okay, just making sure. You, Y'all might need to delete that. <laughah> <laughs> so nobody else got to listen to it. <laughs> He's clowning you, dude. Surely. Well, it's not me. It's a little scary. Uh, oh, that's right. It wasn't me. Yeah. We really should have played right. it for Holton to get his view, his view on it Holden would have said it was alright yeah because right, he's he's diplomatic but he I like that Isaiah is honest no nah, he's honest we that's don't want BS in here yeah. tell us straight keep it real yep that's what you gotta do you've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio the voice of the Pirate Nation 